No more deep secret. Did you guys ever watch on Conan? He used to do that, like Conan secrets, and they'd sit like in an interrogation room with a like a cup of whiskey, and, and it'd be like actors and stuff, and you know, like Tim, Tom Hanks would be on there, and it said, you know, stuff like, um, "I invaded or I infiltrated Area Fifty One, and it turns out all they have is uh, multiple um, clones of Fat Elvis or something like that." <laughs> just like silly, you just and it'd be like secret, and it's just you know, silly stuff like that. That was terrible. Um, Hey guys, I so turns out what it's this is the episodes for tonight, by the way. But I'm gonna tell you guys that this is the last episode. Just is letting it? you guys know, it's the last episode. What about the one you want to record tomorrow? Was well, the last episode of the second season? Is what I meant oh. to say. Yeah, it's one of those awkward pauses. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, little part. It's the last episode of the second season. Tomorrow we're recording the first episode of the new season, which is gonna be our one year anniversary. Turns is out. Is it really? July 12th of 2020 was when we turned released wow. our first episode, yeah. Hmm. And the numbers don't line up because I know for like the first two months, um, I released like every two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we did kind of funky stuff. But after we got clicking, it was like every week. And so that's kind of where we kept it uh, consistent. Well, it's going to be released. The episode we record is going to be our, our first one. So it's going to be kind of a little special one. And it's going to be released on July 10. Okay, so right, right before. Yeah, right before, but it's like our year close anniversary. Enough. Yeah, pretty close. close. Enough, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> close enough for government working hand grenades. Just like the guy that told the girl, you know, that he's a solid eight, and he's like, yeah, it's close enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's only five. Yeah. Well, he keeps the fruit by the foot, and it's like, why are there bite marks? You mind your business. Okay. Uh, so, I, so I brought this up. It's backed by popular demand, and I say it's, it's popular demand because... We have been literally received a letter. <laughs> No, I just no. I was told to my face, but it was um everyone whoever one person. Well, whoever knows LJ and loves LJ, but everyone um, loves LJ. his his dad's yeah. mom requested. And when I release the episode, generally, roughly, it's about on the same night. It, it gets released three times, and of course, Beth is one of those. But it doesn't count you two, so that's still one with you two because you guys <laughs> listen it together. Okay, so out there is I think she's one of them, but. So roughly that's thirty three percent, which I consider it like popular demand. Yeah, that's that's mathematics, people. That is That's like Twitter math. Twitter math? That's Twitter math. Look Is that common core? Ninety nine percent statistics yeah. are made up. That is fact. Okay, now that's what was it? Uh, you can use statistics to prove anything that's even remotely true. <laughs> true. Eighty five percent of people, people know, know that. That, <laughs> that was better because I, I think I heard something but I just threw crap out there. So anyway, but they like the, those uh, choose your own adventure stories that I kind of quit that other one because it got like too. It was too. Long. It was like Ken Burns, you know what I mean? He got all two PBS like, uh, and his and his spur it, it locked on the grain of sand as it dragged on for the first thousand miles, and it will continue for the next thirty-two thousand miles, which I will dictate by ten mile increments. You're like, holy shit, dude! Like I <laughs> I love historical context, but he's like, this is part one of of three thousand and forty-four. You know, and you're like. No, let's. let's I mean, he, he didn't go full Tolkien on us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I know a little bit about that, but yeah, I mean, that, that's how they're trying to make all the 80 movies of it or whatever. But so I went ahead and went nuts and bought a bunch because, you know, of all the stuff that I, I'm in purchasing, so I buy stuff, steel, wood. There's a lot of stuff that it's going up in pricing. Somebody bought tires. They're very expensive right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you're trying to buy, I ain't buying jack nothing. Um, I'm throwing this in every episode, and I'm getting annoyed of it myself, but I'm buying, like, weed, but that stuff now is going up. It's not going up in price, but it gets me high. hey oh, where's the rim shot? All right. <laughs> that sounded more like... Or better yet, the slide whistle just... Immediately follow by, like, get the F out of here, Tony. <laughs> We're done with your shenanigans. Um, get the hook. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're like, get... Oh, it, he's too wide for it. Um... You need a bigger hook. <laughs> a bigger hook. Or I think they did one for Homer, and like it was the kid trying to hook him or something. That was like a new one. But I don't have a hook, but I got a board with a nail. <laughs> oh yeah, nice callback to a non-recorded uh, callback. Yeah, what we were talking about just before we started recording. <laughs> so I went ahead and bought some books. So check this out. So I bought I brought the Old Faithful, which we might go back to the old. I forgot his name. Fuck that guy. But the Deadwood City one. But look at <laughs> look at. Boy. Kurt Kurt Malloy and his pointy teeth. But look, so they're all choose your own adventure. And I noticed something funny because it's it's pretty funny that this morning the other three came in. But look, you got number eight, number seven, 
Number 12, number 6, number 3, number 4. Hold on a second. A number, another number 7. It's, it's two different ones. Yeah. Two different brands? Yeah, it's two different brands. Are they? Yeah. How come they're two on adventure? That one's a dragon, that one's a cock. Oh, hey, man. This is a PG who knows what the F. Well, the emblem for Bantam Books is Get a rooster. rooster. Oh, yeah. Okay, cock, oh. yeah. <laughs> All right, don't act like we're in Kentucky here. Like, we're all southern bread. The most southern I get is I eat Popeyes. Like I mean, they all ago. they all got the same logo. You know, the choose-your-own-adventure oval theme there. So. Yeah, so they're all the same genre. Does Goosebumps use this? No. All right, we're five minutes in, so let's start one. To, oh, anyway, so uh, look at the books if you guys want real quick. Okay. Or we can look at them off-brand. But the one I chose that we're going to do when we do... Um, Ooh, space. With, uh, with Mark, we're going to do the race car one. Oh. Of course. Space and love, beyond. Dude, you got a lot of space ones here. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're kind of... And uh, she was trying Race to read one with... Forever. Oh, and that one, look, I like the one. Read that one for me, Beth. The Lost Jewels of Nabooty. Yeah, boy. That, I got it off the title alone. <laughs> the booty. Yeah. I mean, with a title like that, how can you resist? Yeah, how can you resist? Uh, of course, Although men are drawn Tony, to the booty. You can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? The first time I saw it was from the back cover, so does that count? You know, I'm always following from the back. You know, and the back actually looks like a wiring diagram. That doesn't look like jewels, but... Yeah, I'm a nerd for wiring, so let's... Re- for uh, Mark, let's read... You want me to read it, Beth? And um, It doesn't matter. Because you guys could sort of like, you know, um, what do you call it? Team up on it and choose on it and stuff? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you read. All right, so we're going to do race for... No, oh, you guys are going to get distracted. I'll show you pictures. These are cool. I'll try not Is this to get dinosaurs too... in space? Yeah, I'm... It sounds space awesome. Space ambience. That'll probably <laughs> be for Beth. be more awesome than dinosaurs in space? We might not start it tomorrow, Beth, but we'll see. We'll, we'll continue. <laughs> I actually made Lily a shirt today that has a dinosaur on a rocket with an astronaut's helmet on. You know what? LJ has a lot of stuff like that, too, because he's, <laughs> he's big into dinosaurs, too. And he has a lot of spaceship... Like, his... I'll show you a picture on his... Bedspray. Oh, this is gonna be a fun uh, baby no, talk. I find something interesting is that these the ones the they got the brand with the dragon on it. Uh, they've got the little. Chiseco. Yeah, they've got all, they've all got that flow chart. Diagram, flow chart. So some don't. Like the, yeah, the cocks don't. The, yeah, the bantam cock ones. They you don't. Guys are so. I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm really threading the needle between mature audiences and audiences. Just kidding. We're using it in the correct context. You're pushing the limits of decency there. I mean, it's not like we're discussing different types of trees. <laughs> what? Okay, look. It was your idea large... to do the sex episode, and you're coming up on us about decency. Just kidding. You know, the larch, the birch, the pussy willow. Puss? I can't say that. I'm a born-again Christian. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's this, there's this nice church-going girl that I'm trying to pray. I'm just kidding. Now check yeah. this out. Look, so in the book, look, sure. kids Boy. kids love reading these books. You got kids from 12, 11, 11, and 12. So I want you to keep in mind as we go through the stories, because the other one was rough, man. Yeah, it was pretty grisly. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, look at how many books there are. Oh, jeez. So, Goodness gracious. So hopefully at least Are we survive. 40 in, of them? 40 yeah, 40. Of them. And on, so on the cover, Race Forever with Mark. Um what do those look like? They're kind of knockoff. Are they Subarus? Those are Subaru Imprezas. Both of them? I see elephants. Yeah, and an elephant. And two Subarus? And gra- I'm going to say two Subarus, different generations, yeah. Different generations? And they're in the in the Sahara? It looks like uh, it. Well, I mean, like you're that, it's not the Sahara. It's too many trees. You know, it's more oh, really? Kenya, the veldt. Okay. Or maybe yeah. they're at the zoo. <laughs> two cars just race through the zoo. Or probably, you know, it was probably one of those zoos you drive through, and this guy just went nuts. They just said, ten dollars a car. This is obscene." And they just decided to race through. They it. did something like that on Top Gear. <laughs> they oh, went through the wildlife preserving um, Akavango, but they're like had like they're racing, like rally racing. All right, let's try to pick it up because we're already at ten minutes. I might have to cut a lot. Okay. So this this book first came out in nineteen eighty three. Whoa, Nelly. But obviously, this car is newer. I might have to put on the. Yeah, show. it's updated cover art because that car didn't exist. Yeah, two thousand six. Back 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 in eighty three, the only thing interesting about Subaru was that backwards it spells you are a bus. Oh, I thought it was the Baja. The Baja was in wrong. Nah, Subaru was not in that. They just were. Yeah. Nope. The Baja yeah, did. Ex- Baja did exist. The Baja Rally Racing did exist, oh. but Subaru was not in it. Oh. If it was, it was just. Bill, can you put that like kind of a little bit because it does buzz a little bit. No, you can put it like right here. You can still see it. Yeah, just kind of away from the microphone. Not like right here. <laughs> yeah, right there. 
People sound like you're taking a bong rip. Check it out. The company is called Chuzco. <laughs> I like that. Well, I like the guy that was sitting there Chusco in, in market. He's, he's like falling asleep and he's like, Johnson, you're going to get fired if you don't come over. Like, uh, Chuzco. And he's like, brilliant. And the guy's like, holy shit. And Johnson, you've done it again. <laughs> what you don't know is that Johnson was later hired by the Buy Manning Corporation. The what? Buy Manning. Buy Manning. Buy Manning. Hot pockets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Maasai is like a... African tribe, ain't it? The Maasai? M-A-S-A-I? You know, you're schooling me on the damn desert, but you don't know, oh, the Maasai, like, you're like, like, what kind of a geographical, biological, phenomenon? I know the basic ideas, I know basic facts about Africa. I don't know the the cultural intricacies. (laughs) You don't know their import and export or the top trade? No, I don't know the mineral exports of um, Kenya for the last few years. No. All right, here we go. Um, empo, emba, poking, and getting got. That's the first. I was gonna key. say, can you translate that to English? <laughs> Everything has an end. Ooh, that's pretty. That's scary now. <laughs> All right, you've been almost too nervous to look out the plane window at the African countryside below. The smiling flight attendant leaning over to check your seatbelt jolts you back to reality. We're approaching the airport in Nairobi now. You look out the window. Now you can see the large modern city below. The gentle rolling terrain is unlike the Arizona ranch country where you grew up. You remember the cable that brought you here. Congratulations. You have been selected to compete in a series of African road rallies designed to test both the skill of the drivers and the ruggedness of the cars. You weren't sure you could handle a race like this, but your dad poo-pooed that attitude. (laughs) Does it actually say that? Poo-pooed that attitude. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Turn to page two, and then on to page four. (laughs) Oh, okay. I, I was like, okay. kind of stupid. You're like, it's an illustration just... of cars yeah. at a start line. That's kind of neat. I mean, I don't know why there's Hummers there. Maybe to take them out of there or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if you blur the middle, like, first African rally. Dude, that seems, like, kind of inappropriate. How about that first African rally? <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course you can do it, your dad said. I taught you everything I know. Oh, daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Don't know nothing about that. I will strangle you in your sleep. Sorry. All right. And he knows a lot. He and his brother were com- competition drivers racing for the Italian Ferrari and Lancia teams during the heyday of the Le Mans, the Millimiglia, and the Nurburgring. 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 Was that the guy? Like, is that how they got the Indian star? It's in Germany. Was that the guy like drunk and then he was trying to order a Nurburger and he didn't want a burger? They're like, hey, you want a burger? Nurburger. Burgermeister, Meister Burger. Get this son of a gun a damn hot dog. Somebody get him his denture stat. Okay. As soon as you could see over the steering wheel of a Jeep, your father began teaching you about cars and driving. The hours you spend in Jeeps. Yeah, because those passengers break down a lot. Out on the range and in fast cars on the track your dad laid out behind the barn half. Paid off. You wish your dad were here with you, but he couldn't come. Some last minute business forced him to cancel his plane reservation. Probably fixing his Jeep. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like, I'm taking it. He's all proud. Take this um, a Nissan. It's probably more reliable. No. I know. I'm sorry. Not. I went with the first foreign car I could think of. And I was like, I regret it. That's when I said that Nissan. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, At the so competition. The, if it's the 80s, you know, this is taking place this in the, the 80s. days so. of Datsun. <laughs> I just don't like Nissans now, to be honest. If it's not the oh. Skyline, throw that shit in the trash. Okay. At the competition headquarters, a large banner proclaiming the first African dual road race rally flaps slowly in a light breeze. People standing in clumps around a long table are talking excitedly. They're, they are the drivers and navigators, the mechanics, and the representatives of the com- companies sponsoring this race. You sign in at the competition desk. Welcome. Here's a copy of the rules and regulations. I'm Michael Ripley. Rules? We don't need no Race rules. chairman. He smiles at you, shakes your hand, and gives you a large, bright blue photo that says Race Kid on the cover. You feel nervous. The other drivers look much older than you and seem very sure of themselves. Go on to the next page. He didn't tell him that. It just, that'd be kind of weird. Like, start reading ass. Oh, here we go. Finally, you're going to get to your first choice. Okay. I promise. Five minutes in. This rally is special. Oh, Reple. Reple continues. There Reple. are actually two races. One tests speed over fast. Oh, this is going to be good. 
One tests speed over fast roads and race-prepared cars. In the other race, the rough road race speed counts too, but you will be driving off-road vehicles. In each race, you will choose your own course, driving from designated checkpoint to checkpoint until you finish. You will not be racing head-to-head -head with other cars in either race. Instead, you will select cars and be started at half-hour intervals to avoid head-to-head -head racing. The courses are too narrow and sometimes too crowded with animals and people for that. Do you understand? Yes, thanks. I understand, you tell him. You will be paired with the navigator slash co-driver chosen by lot, but that will come in a moment. Now you must choose which race you would like to start with. Which, while you'll take part in both of them, you may decide which race you would like to drive first. If you drive the speed race as your first race, turn to page 6. If you drive the rough race first, turn to page 70. So it's already trying to throw you away at the back of the book. I, I take that as a bad sign. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, you fell in a ditch. Six and seven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that really matters. Um, I'm going to say let's go off-road. It's, it's Africa. Let's go off-road. Yeah, you know, that is kind of like... I never seen an ass fall to Africa. Like, you don't see a, a gazelle go across a road, you know? They have roads. It's just... I guess it's just... You know, we don't need they, no stinking they, roads. They, they, they can see the roads. Yeah, they know where the roads are. <laughs> they know where the roads are. So we're driving the rough road race first. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Look at I just saw this picture. Oh, I'm going to hide it. But look at that. Oh. I think oh, that. He got bit by something. I think that family guy. Twisted your got, ankle. He's got a perm. God, it is the 80s. <laughs> oh, is it? He's got a perm. It's oh, like, I lost it. it it's looked, very feathered, yeah. I think it looked like John Bon Jovi, huh? Or no, it kind of um, did, yeah. MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver. No, not a mullet. No. <laughs> While you are waiting in line at the race committee table to go through the paperwork for the rough road race, you notice the sign over the official's head. Be careful. Watch out for animals, bad roads, snakes, and fatigue. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was Rebleu. You said fatty gay. I was thinking big gay Al. <laughs> big gay Al. Surprise. That's super. Yeah. If I saw him, I'd be like, Big Al, can you get me out of here? Sure, here's the shortcut. Awesome. Here, you want to ride? Fuck yeah, I've been stuck out here. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. This race will test your skill, stamina, and nerves. Although it isn't anywhere near as fast as the speed race, it is still full of hazards. Michael Replay motions you over to the table. It's time to choose now. What will it be? You can drive a British Land Rover. What? Or a Japanese Nissan pickup. What? The other vehicles are already spoken for. Um, I'm going back to the speed race. <laughs> if you choose the Land Rover, turn to page 72. If you choose the Nissan, turn to page 76. Sacre bleu! Land Nissan Rover. Because, yeah, no. No. Well? No. Let me, take the Nissan. How Land come? Rovers are notorious pieces of... During the 80s? Or any time? Yes, but do the authors of this book know that? Oh, God. <laughs> See, question. that was kind of getting too technical. Ah... Uh... No, uh, because she's right. Because all book authors live in academia; they live in theory, where everything's where everything works in luxury. theory, luxury. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh. Yo, perfect segue to our main show. Uh, <laughs> nice. You know, people that dream, people that Should buy we... Audis and BMWs, and Mercedes, and think they're freaking invincible, wonderful cars. You, you mean I can't take my Audi Quattro like into the desert? It's four wheel drive, dude. Are you serious? I mean, you can, but I can't guarantee you'll make it back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a possibility. The desert, so you're <laughs> saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, you could also win the lottery, too. You know what? If I could win it by not playing it, I'd be quite <laughs> amazed, brother. We had a conversation like that the other day. He's always talking about what he's going to do when he wins the lottery. I was like, you don't play the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the form of my plan, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen, like, somebody, um, I want to say they wore the screen mask. You know, because uh, some states you have to go do publicly. So he went and he said so his family members wouldn't know. He went to sign it like on TV and crap, wearing the mask from the movie The Scream. So he has a mask. He's sitting there like <laughs> on the table, and it's like it's legal. You can do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You want you want to put the pin on it here, Mark, and we can start it yeah, up next time. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, yeah. bookmark that one. All right. All right. Oh, but, sh but, you know but, what? I forgot know. to mark all the other ones. So I might have to go back. I was say, but mark it. Isn't, I'm still. You know, there you go. I'm gonna double down. I'm taking the knees on. So we're going to go, over. we'll start on 76 next time? Yeah. Well, so far it has more choices, so that's a good sign. So uh, that's a good segue because of luxury, because that's kind of our topic for today. Um, I found it, so this will be a segue, then we'll do kind of the start. Where I found this on, I think like Reddit or some crap. One of those mind-wasting things where I was dropping a deuce. 
It was more like a four. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it's a four by four. Speaking of four by fours, I was gonna say you've been to Al Rico's Tacos again or what, man? <laughs> no, you know what? It was a taco truck, and I bought seafood off it. That was a problem. Ooh. I sat out on a show last night. I totally stole it, so I'm not gonna take credit for that one. I'll take half credit. <laughs> but well, I thought you were being serious. It's like no, no, of course don't. not. Are you serious? No, <laughs> you know I don't even buy off the places um, around here. You know, well, I don't even buy off trucks because I saw this or somewhere it opened my eyes like some years ago where they say. You know, those taco trucks are sitting out there like hours and hours. And it's like, where's the bathroom? They don't go anywhere. There's no bathroom. And, and I've heard somebody say like, well, I've seen them open the back and just somebody just goes out there where it's like, they don't go anywhere. So where's the bathroom? And that disgusts me to no end. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's why mm-hmm. they're always parked like near a convenience store. No, they're not, man. Usually. Sometimes. Uh, I, I mean, see them in church parking lots a lot. Church parking lots. There's one right here. Isn't it right across the street from a Valero? There's one down the road. That's a they Walmart. Don't let, anytime you drive by, do you ever see them moving around? They're stuck in that truck like all day. You can, you can lie to yourself all you want, man, but they ain't, they ain't moving. Well, you know what, dude? I've, <laughs> eat, I've eaten plenty of taco truck food and I'm still alive, so I'm so, I'm good. Well, I'm just saying they, they fry the hell out of it. But anyway, um, I forgot. Why did we go to that? That just grossed me out. The four by four, huh? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That was all fake, anyway. But it was talking about how, and it's kind of odd because obviously when it turned to 1990, it's not like immediately life just changes like dramatically. You know, like you don't you don't cross this perfect timeline and then you switch to your fashion, your music, whatever. You know, it's a gradual thing. Obviously. I don't know. The 1990s were pretty loud. <laughs> it could have happened all at once. <laughs> But, but like for us, you know, I was born in 84, so I was six yeah, when... Yeah, we all were. <laughs> I remember when I remember when I was six years old, and then one time I was seven years old. It was wild, man. But I mean, like, when it, when it became... The, growing up in the 80s, I don't necessarily remember so much of that, but thinking back on that, I do remember a lot of the, the color tone. Well, that's kind of the topic we're talking about as far as, like, growing up, movies don't kind of reflect a lot of... As far as what we remember, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we're going to talk about. So let's let's start the show. Let's rock and roll. To the show. All right, everybody. This is your jive as alien Tony Shava of coast of coast of course with his co-host Beth the Supreme Didi. Oh wait, Beth the Supreme Debauchinist, is that why? Debauchinist. <laughs> yeah. Debauchinist. Yeah, there we go. I, I always forget. <laughs> no, Debauchinistness. With our uh, surprise uh, guest host, or uh, I don't know what we want to refer to you this time. Uh, mercenary? Or, or he's trying to murder somebody with the... Um... He could tell you his name, yeah. but is it? I'm trying he, to remember he's been trying to go through this witness protection program. Scar, so. there just, you go. I just, was like, that's just not Just call Mufasa. me Mr. Thompson. Mr. Thompson. Hello, Mr. Mr. Thompson. Stomp on his foot. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think he's talking to I you. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> and we're here to kind of talk about like what I mentioned. Kind of growing up, I think it's more because if you're poor, um, there's no color for you, man. I'm okay. <coughs> Don't worry. You're all right. Beth is giving herself the Heimlich. She's, she's good at it. I'm choking on my own just, spit. Just, yeah. just doing some crack here. <laughs> doing some crack here. She brought enough for everybody, so it's okay. But as long as you bring enough. Yeah, that was always the rule in class. And yeah. It's like if you brought something, you had to bring enough for everybody. Yeah. That's how I became the, the, the second great drug dealer. Because I just paid <laughs> everybody. Hey, sometimes you find your profession already in life. Um, so I do recall. I think it's more because it does. I don't know why, but it feels. Looking back, a lot of the movies that are based during the 80s, you know what? I, I thought of this more last night, but like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know. And <laughs> yeah, like, that is oh, nothing. <laughs> but it's more like you think of, of homes from like Malibu, especially the L.A. area, but even like New York, that color, the the, the furs, the sort of the flamboyance, the, the, the flash, the neon, the ritz, all that, they sort of, it's not that they have access to it, but it's more... I don't know they needed or what for, but it definitely wasn't around our sort of areas. You know what I mean? Like our colors were more our our furniture, our cars were that dull color. We didn't have the mm-hmm. even the, the 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 dull yellow. Like I remember even you know I guess 
My aunt had a Nova, but it was already beat up by then. So maybe, I don't know. If yeah, I know a lot of the stuff we got were hand-me-downs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just picturing, you know, the opening scenes from Labyrinth. And it's like, there's no way my parents would have ever had that house. Um, talk, touch on that, because I'm lost on Labyrinth. I feel like I know what movie. Just don't, like, tell um, me the whole thing, but, like, yeah, what's I mean, Labyrinth? How many people do you remember from your childhood were doing reading Shakespeare to their dog in the park? <laughs> What? No, no, That's no. the opening scene. Uh, and then she realizes she's late. She's running home. She's wearing this huge frilly dress. You know, it looked like a wedding dress almost. You know, pride based dress. Well, well, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily talking about like sort of, you know, not like adventures people go through, but just sort of what their decor is kind of, you know. Like yeah. I even saw scenes of like, say, McDonald's where the interiors are all like dingy and stuff. And of course, rich people don't go to like dining rooms. But I mean, nowadays you go to say... Burger Kings and any restaurant, and they're brighter lit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah. it's the fluorescent lighting. Maybe they're just. And we talk about like shows, like I said, they kind of transcend into the '90s, so they're more. When 1990 turned around, it wasn't like an immediate switch, and I now the style, and now okay, poor people got a little bit more money. Now they can afford more color or something. But like a um, 90210, not 90210, um, Save by the Bell. Bell, Save by the Bell, which you know I used to like that show growing up. Mm-hmm. But those people were like in. Um, I think it was, I don't know it was a fictional town, but it was more like an, an upper classman, you know. Um, uh, oh, definitely. Their parents, yeah. yeah Say about the belt. Porsches, their parents, Ferraris. Yeah. The, their parents were definitely pulling six-figure income. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and so their style was more, you know, uh, bright colors, aquamarines, whatever. They weren't wearing... Uh, Neon. Pastels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, and then you think about, like, the, the dock workers where they're wearing uh, dockers, you know, they're wearing, uh, like, dough colors and khakis, and now salesmen wear khakis, and, and it's just it's kind professional. of... It's professional. Yeah. It's all fashion, and what somebody in a magazine decides, you know, is going to be the next big thing, and everyone mm-hmm. follows it, so... But... I mean, that's why jeans have turned into chandeliers. What do you mean? Um, I see too many people wearing jeans that have more bling on them than a disco ball. Oh, like accessorized or just like it's got the, like these that. intricate patterns with little rhinestones. Oh, like patches and... too? Like... No, 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 not no, even patches. This no. is like woven in when they bought it. It's pre-faded fabric, so oh, it looks yeah. like they've worn them a lot, but they really haven't. And it's got these weird intricate patterns all over the place, uh, very fleur-de-lis looking patterns with big rhinestones, you know, big and small rhinestones put on them. And Does we'll, it say juicy on the back? I love probably. That. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but you know what? Guys should not wear that. <laughs> look, man, my body, my choice. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of us have to look at you. <laughs> Why are you looking at my butt anyway? It's like way down there. See, it's, it's strangely hypnotic the way it jiggles. Uh, un- unless mouth, you're yeah. three foot two, you have no business looking at my posterior yeah. back. It's like it's like that. You know, when the X Files went on the Simpsons. <laughs> And they were watching Homer run. And it's like like a lava lamp. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it's strangely You're... hypnotic. So you yeah. wearing your skinny jeans, it's like an optical illusion. You can't look away. <laughs> hey, can only this is a kind of it sounds redundant, but can only skinny people wear skinny jeans? I've everyone I see wearing skinny jeans is not, not skinny. skinny. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like right now when Mark said that, it kind of like created this sort of like vortex in my brain and I was like skinny I must jeans, know the answer skinny okay. jeans has turned into something guys wear it's one of those ironic not, things and they're not small guys no no they tend to be at least 250 250 pounds <laughs> skinny jeans I'm right under there I'm like yes large people wearing skinny <laughs> wear jeans shorts, has so. given birth to okay before we had the muffin top now we have the ice cream cone <laughs> thank you skinny jeans <laughs> hey, it's fashion. It, it'll go yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody at a magazine no, the said, is "Do fashion cyclical. It keeps coming yeah. back." You think, it's, you think it's going to come back in our lifetime that quickly? Yes, oh, probably. Man. You know but, what? I like. We'll be too old to care. I like girls in bell bottoms. I hope they bring those back. Those are very. Those like... have been back twice already. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think, and I think the cycles are accelerating. It, it really pissed time. me off when bell bottoms came back because I got a hold of a lot of my mom's clothes from when she was a teenager and i loved wearing them and there were a lot of bell bottoms in them and then mm. bell bottoms became trendy and i looked like i was just being trendy and it's like no i was doing this before it was cool <laughs> hey that's why beth is like kind of my witness but i started wearing crocs in like november because i, I you know, they're gonna be the shoe of 2021 and yeah it's like, hey yeah. he was I wasn't, wearing them long time i was an yeah. idiot i was an idiot before it was cool i want that <laughs> on record so anyway 
Yeah, I think you were you were you were officially noted as being ahead of the time on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make it a good Your idea. But you were doing out. it before that before it was common. Hey, look, I'm sure the bulletproof vest. The first guy that found that out was probably not the one, or the, the guy before that was probably not the best guy. Like, oh, hey, it turns out not. You know, you put well, the Kevlar on the inside, not on the outside. Oh, Bill, we could have had you, buddy. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna miss you on the next barbecue, though. Yeah, you <laughs> we'll, know, the we'll bull- send you a plate. <laughs> that's like you know the, the bulletproof vest, the shark bite suit, the bear bite suit. Yeah, it's like suit. how do you practice that? How do you stuff? test that? <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, back to the 80s. And so the more I think about it, though, like, if you look... Oh, you know what another thing I was thinking about? Did you guys... Ever, I've only heard about it and I've seen clips, but did you guys ever watch Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? No. Mm-mm. Well, it's Robin Leach. He's like a, a British dude. But it turns out that show took place during the... Ni- it came out in 1984 to 1995, which is like... Basically, if oh, I were to watch this... Show, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, it fits sort of exactly my... My little um, uh, experiment that I'm trying on, and if I gave more than two farts about it, I'd, I'd watch an episode or two, but I'm not. <laughs> but I did kind of like skim through some of the, um, and you watch so they have like like uh, of course like go toilets and dumb shit like that. But you watch again, sort of. I don't I I don't think I'm not really sure. I don't have questions about it, but it's just noticeable that why the decor is so different about it. It's not like a. It's not a conscience thing. I don't know if it's a psycho- psychological thing, but it just it's noticeable to me, you know? Like it's like when you know you're shopping for something, you're not sure if you want it and then you see it everywhere. When will be like and you start noticing it. So I think about it now, so now I see it in the past everywhere mm-hmm. cuz like it's like for example, uh, a while ago my friend was thinking of buying an Ultima, but she wasn't sure about it. Non- after that, she saw Ultimas everywhere. Yeah, they were broken down on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, then she's like, wow, there's but so many out here. It got to the point, uh, <laughs> when was it, about 2008? It, around there, it was a yeah, few years there. after her daughter was born. So. And it, at that point, the Ultima was at like at its peak of popularity. Any given intersection in town, any major, you could stand at Sean Blackstone. Hmm. And every time the light turned red, look around, there was at least three Ultimas. But were they like revving and trying to... No, 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 no. It was just, you know, just... An abundance of them. There's an abundance, abundance of them, yeah. yeah. There everywhere. were at least three Ultimas at any given major cross section. And now that we've said it to you, you're probably going to notice how many Ultimas there are out on the road. No, because I've seen them, and <laughs> I'm one of those, ever since I was in my teens, I'm not one of those that like car experts or nothing, but I admire them. I'm one of those that, with bikes especially, I'll be driving, I'll see a bike, and, and I get all like nerdy. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a Suzuki? What is that? Oh, that's cool. That's a nice color. I admire them, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, car- I get that because I do that when I'm looking at cars when I'm in traffic, yeah. Well, I do bo- I do both. Like, I'll see a car and then... Oh, you're bimotoral? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> bimotoral? Bimotoral. What? Moving on. It was a bisexual <laughs> joke. I'm, I'm bimotoral? What did I say? I'm trying to think because I, I was trying to think forward and I'm trying so, to think no, backward. The, the, movement's, the moment's gone. The moment's gone. It. The thrill you is gone. It's a good joke and you killed it. You murdered it. Thank <laughs> you. Or you on. just didn't If tell you got to explain it, it wasn't a good joke. That's <laughs> <not> it. <laughs> but she's your wife. She's supposed to get it or she's supposed to pretend like she did. I, I hear your dad jokes all the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Well, see, yeah, your dad, it makes sense. But... Um, now I lost my train of thought. So who had bagels last night? <laughs> Just like I saw, I saw mm, bagel bagels. Night. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I forgot. But I do look at cars. Like I'm one of those. You know, I'll see and, and think about like, oh, the back is of a, a Mitsubishi. You know, the new. Well, there's only one uh, generation that's nice, by the way. And even then, you stay away from them, regardless. But the point is that I like to check them out and look them out, but. From the 80s, it just seems that, I don't know if it's the trend, it just, even from any era if you look at it, does it look nice? That brown ugliness? I'm also thinking, it wasn't, like, we never had it in our home, but what about, like, the, the sort of, the plastic sheeting on the on the couches? Did you guys do that? No. <laughs> my parents did not, thankfully. Yeah. However, my stepdad's parents did. So, by three degrees of separation so you still had to experience I, I got to experience that I got to experience the plastic on the on the couches and the floor the, oh, hall, like the, the like, hallways like the strip uh, yep. I know what yeah you're talking about. we had that we had that yeah the plas- that's not too bad why did you why did you like that it, it, it's stupid why 
Explain yourself, Mister. Why you think it's? Because I actually it's think it's practical. It, I, it is practical, but it's just tacky, and it turns yellow like every other piece of plastic, clear plastic. It yeah. turns yellow over time. So you throw it out and put a new one. Bam! Shot no, down. But they shot didn't. through the heart. Well, they that's didn't. their fault. That's the per. That's not like. And a, plus, it's like if you're gonna put carpet, why do you put carpet on the floor? Because it's soft and comfortable to walk on, and then you put this hard plastic over it to preserve it. To preserve it, yeah. right? So you don't enjoy your carpet. You preserve. You enjoy it. The Instead, you're putting down this hard plastic. Do, do you think uh, Leonardo wants people to go up there and start rubbing Mona Lisa's uh, breast? No, he wants people to look at it and enjoy it. Yeah, Beth, but you couldn't Beth see Beth the carpet through the plastic. <laughs> yeah, because it's too yellow. That's true. <laughs> I, I honestly, I like when you move and you pick it up and it's just like all clean, just right under it. And the rest is all grimy. You're like, oh shit! I thought our carpet was green, or I didn't know our carpet was green. It's like it's all brown. Oh god, it's when you're like, it's like when you guys were uh, re- refurbishing Fairmont. Oh yeah. The carpet, you know, what was it? It was black it was, and got in there. It was actually well, green. yeah, it, it was supposed to be green shag, but it was black because oh, of the shag. lady that was living there before us. Yeah. Well, see, that's kind of, I guess, another transition because was it more seventies? The wood paneling. Oh, it was definitely 70s, That's yeah. more 70s, right? Yeah. I like that. wood paneling was around for a long time. It started in the really? you know, 70s, but yeah, it, tra- it definitely it, carried it, on yeah. into the 80s. Well, um, I mean, when you get to the house stuff, it's kind of difficult to, to sort of relate to it because it's more, it stays with it. I mean, sure, you do change yeah. with it, but it stays with it until yeah. you remodel and crap. So yeah. that's why, you know, the decor, the things you put on the walls, the things that you can change. Yeah, those. well... The house I grew up in was near Sean Marks, which at that time was kind of the north edge of town. Before it became a gang war zone. Yeah, before it just you know, went down the toilet. Um, and now it came back up? Or it's no, down. it's still down there. And it's too, close. It it's, too, it's too close to Fairmont and Hole, and that whole area just needs to be burnt. Needs to be uh, Just burning right. salt the earth. But getting back to the house, the house, a lot of houses in that neighborhood had had wood on the outside. Like strips, like paneling, kind of. Like paneling, yeah. I think it was Fake really wood? big. Um, Real wood. Oh. I think it was really big as a you know aesthetic type thing, but after a while they realized how impractical it was because it was a rotted. When it it rotted. It attracted termites. Carpenter bees. Carpenter bees, <laughs> things like that, and they realized okay, the the outside decor of houses went a different dire- direction, like more stone and slate stone and, and stuff stucco, like yeah, that. more sturdy stuff. Yeah, so did yeah, that's kind of here and gone, kind of like aluminum siding. And did that work against it? The carpenter beans, like instead of being helpful, like it actually like worked oh, against God, it. No, they're uh, terribly annoying. Oh. They're terribly annoying, and they're a lot like termites. They just dig these little trenches through. Yeah, termites. Yeah, yeah, termites are trying. Yeah. But what about the ceiling? Was the ceiling of wood too? That those shingles? No, or? it was the yeah. popcorn. That always no, no, fell. Um, on the outside. Sorry, the roof. The roof. Oh, the sorry. roof. The yeah, roof. no, it was slate shingles. Oh, okay. Okay. There yeah, were had few, I think wood there were a few houses too. that had the wood shingles. Yeah. 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 Those held up like nothing. Yeah. The the house I grew up in had wood shingle roofing, and whenever me and my brother played on the roof, they just fall right <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. You, yeah. Every house you drive by, there's like patches of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, it just falls it? apart. It degrades. It, you know, it's an organic material, and you leave it outside, it degrades. Yeah. And our house with no roots or nothing. Our house that I grew up in was built in '88. Yeah. So it had the stucco on the outside of the walls, but it still had the roof, wooden roof shingles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So similar to mine, um, I want to say it was built in early 90s. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, um, on one side it had stucco, the side of the house. It was, a, it was a corner house. Okay. So on one side, you know, this, which would be the side of the house, it was stucco. Mm-hmm. And the front, it had a uh, wood panel. And that's just how it was built? That's how it was mm-hmm. built. They just wanted, like... We were, like, the second, maybe third people to live there, but it was a rental. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we were, like, the second people to live in that house, and it definitely needed to be completely remodeled by the time we moved out. <laughs> or just burnt and start over. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the house, though, but the tenants. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the house is fairly well designed. <laughs> so it was. That's different. Like, you just... A mass deport- deportation or something. It, we just destroyed that house. <laughs> it well, I mean, it had a lot of. It was a very trauma- uh, chaotic period, ten years or so. But see, but like again, it's not so much like just decor. 
it's just overall like the, the the color palette of it like clothing from cars mm-hmm. it seems everything sort of why was there such a universal sort of acceptance of that of that hue from beige beige like the dull red dual it just seems weird to i that. think a lot of it is just you know when it comes to businesses <clears throat> and you know cars things like that it's like what's the cheapest color we could buy Beige is very unappealing, therefore it's very cheap. So, but, okay, I think but even part at... of the cars, uh, Volvo was always a big proponent of user of beige, <laughs> and so much so that it just kind of became synonymous with safety. Well, Volvo set the standard, literally for safety. Set the standard. The National Highway Traffic <clears throat> Safety Administration used the Volvo sedan as its standard. Yeah. So that and seatbelt so, windshields, right? Hmm? Seatbelt windshields. Yeah. Air, uh, I think they even had airbags. They were know. even toying around with the idea of a reverse camera back in the early '80s. They just couldn't get the technology to work. It was all too big. Yeah, yeah. they just hit a technology wall. But that's how far they're getting, uh, ahead of the times they were in safety. And of course, Volvo's are beige. So it's just beige and blue. Beige or bl- or light, yeah, blue. So those colors just kind of became synonymous with a safety. It was a subconscious association. But you still okay. So let's just let's go there. I I just thought about this right now. Let's just stick to just cars. And you come from like, what's the muscle car era? Sixties, fifties, sixties, seventies, sixties, seventies. Started in the late fifties, but definitely it you know it ended hard and fast in the early seventies. Yeah, the gas crisis and all that, mm-hmm. right? Gas crisis, EPA, okay. insurance, safety. Safety. Well, okay, so I just thought right now then. Let's go right to that. So you have the one I could think of bright in my mind, the Roadrunner. Bright-ass orange, big-ass fin that you can see from Mars. Mm-hmm. So how does it go from that to, like, the... Crazy cartoon colors to brown panel wagons? Yeah, like, what's wrong with the Toyota Corolla with the bright-ass orange, you know what I mean? Like... Just because it can't go... It's too cartoony. It doesn't look... I don't know. A Roadrunner... I don't know. You'd have to talk to the manufacturers. Yeah. But see... But as... And that's kind of, I guess, where... If you want to start getting all crazy with the uh, conversation... And I'm not stoned, by the way. So don't think I'm, I'm over here having the stoner moments. But I'm not. I smell smoke. I'm, I'm not a stoner, but I play one in real life. Um, <laughs> but like, where you start going with the consumer, like... If, if I'm over here buying Roadrunners in the 60s, 70s... And then it comes to the 80s, like, hey, can I buy this beige Yugo or whatever? You know, it seems weird. Like, that's weird. Well, I think a lot of people that bought the muscle cars in the, you know, 60s and 70s, you know, grew up, yeah, but had then, families. They but had then, you got, then you got the teenagers to take over. If, if we're high school kids, we're like, hey, man, can I get the one with the with the three-point harness or whatever? Or, you yeah. know, the well, side airbags, please? Muscle cars are a lot different than your Corolla or your Camry. If you're going to compare that to something from the 60s, you're going to have to compare it to uh, uh, the New Yorkers, a constant presence in Chrysler that's been around since the 60s, yeah. straight into the 90s. See, that's um, kind of like a new wormhole. We might have to back out of that one. Because now I got into that one, I got I got a little... My nipples started percolating, man. <laughs> like, I got all like... Awkward. <laughs> yeah. For you, maybe. <laughs> can, I get some nap- can I get some napkins over here? Hi-oh. Um, we do have an abundance of napkins. <laughs> yeah, we got those cocoa melon ones left over from Lily's party. I'm not sure where the green ones came from. Were they also from the party? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are only so and many. we got some brown ones from Taco Bell. Brown. There we go. But And, and so you talk about, like, decor, though, but so Taco Bell, it uses, like, all those vibrant colors now. You know, they're more like mm-hmm. festo. Yeah. Well, and they were in the 90s, too. Taco Bells used to look like missions. Well, see, when, yeah. when 90s, and, though, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, to your point, to your point, they looked like missions. They had Adobe walls. What color is Adobe? From, brown. like, early 90s, right? It's when brown. they started switching. Yeah. yeah, they started switching, yeah. There's a number of buildings around town. You can tell that that used to be a Taco Bell because it looks like a little miniature mission. Yeah, yeah back in the 80s, you know, fast food chains or shops in general had specific looks about them like you know long john silvers always looked like a ship deck it was bright yellow they had that big anchor in the front yeah see they made the, that choice right yeah but, but now just, but now the you know it's weird, like the more weird. i think about it the, the less i'm i'm satisfied you know what i mean it's just weird because yeah. you I mean you have marketing execs from the 40s they come with coca-cola the 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 they associated with santa claus they have the red and then they decide, hey, let's build a restaurant or let's, you know, um, have the contract with, I think it's Pepsi with KFC or something. It's like, 
let's have the blandest restaurant we can, you know, like let's have mustard yellow for Pollo Loco or something. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. It just seems weird. Something I came across a lot while we were house hunting is a lot of people's kitchens were painted mustard yellow. And I why? have no idea why people do that. Um, it is the ugliest color well, in the world. How, what, what age were the houses? Roughly, if you guys can remember. Mm, it doesn't matter. Uh, it didn't matter? It doesn't matter because that was a recent remodel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, so nowadays, paint. apparently, mm-hmm. you know, bright-ass, ugly, mustard yellow in your kitchen is the end thing. And you know, I, I, I don't get it. I might have to show you guys one day. I've been playing on my Switch this game called um, House Flipper. Where you going? It's so soothing because, of course, I'm high. But <laughs> not, not now, but then... You're sitting there and you take this roller and you sit there and you, yes, you sit there and you, you're painting walls. Oh, and so you have to like know. remodel the house to yeah. sell it? Well, I just finished the sort of early missions where I'm doing that like per client. And now I'm, I bought one house and I, and I fucked up because I spent like all my money so I can't finish one of the projects. But I bought a house that I have to go and, and do kind of like set up my own way and then try to sell it for it. And it's kind of cool because... I used to do that when I was at the gym, but I watched those those shows, and I just kind of like seeing the, the sort of different styles they get, and then kind of getting ideas because I like certain things. Like I would, that would be an ideal job because from construction with my dad, I always kind of like doing that sort of stuff. And oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, like one thing I still would love to do in my sister's house: a fireman pole. <laughs> come on right you're, Day you're, one. that is going to be a terrible idea for you because you're going to wake up half asleep after you know not sleeping for three days or stone stone yeah and you're going to fall down that hole no no it's going to be uh, this is going to probably worry you even more the, this fireman's pole is going to be on the outside on the outside of the balcony <laughs> so it'll be like on a nice warm summer day like hey i'm gonna go outside in the front yard and just wee <laughs> Snap! Not only that, but it's being your your the house faces southward, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that pole's yeah. gonna be nice and hot. You're gonna be baking by the time you. It's get like to the you know when you're a kid and you go down the slide <laughs> in the summer. Oh yeah, metal. Speaking of our childhood, yes, the the metal curly Q slides. Next. Not even curly Q, just you know the straight ones. Oh yeah. All metal. Yeah. I, I'm gonna come. Oh, I'm gonna come next time. Well, I'm gonna come next time. You guys be like. Tony, did you bring some smoked bacon? Like, no, mind your own business, Beth. <laughs> Why are you walking funny? <laughs> Why are you walking funny? Yeah. Ow. It'll be like the time when, when uh, of course, Simpsons, when Marge uh, was bodybuilding. And mm-hmm. then he's like, kids, here at breakfast. And Homer's all, out, out. And he's walking like mm-hmm. like a hamstring pulled or whatever. <laughs> Marge broke him. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't know, guys. I'm kind of I'm kind of almost irritated because... Damn, I don't know, man. The more I dug in it, the more I, I got more upset about it. It's like, I don't know, uh, big, big oil, like sodas, crappy furniture or something. I don't know. It's like Mark was saying last night, um, we were talking about this, you know, as far as portrayals on TV or movies go as to what, you know, we really had in real life. The closest thing to come to it was the set of Roseanne. Yeah, as far as decor, for what furniture you might have, yeah. the carpet you might have. Uh, not the plot lines because I don't remember yeah. the plot lines, so I can't speak on that. But yeah, the inside of your house might look like that if you were a well-off family in the '80s and early '90s. Well, well-off wasn't you supposed to be like near poverty? Well, if you're middle classish, middle classish, yeah, getting by. Well, I, my whole thing was that I didn't even kind of take TV into account because, of course, it's it's you know fantasy. But it was just from people that I knew, and it didn't matter the race. But it was just. It had a lot of the same themes, were the color schemes, the cars, and that's what I don't know. It was a conscious. The age is something about it, which is bugging me. It's just. I think the people <clears throat> who said, you know, how how could you survive the eighties when it was so bright and stuff like that, are the people that obviously did not did yeah, not grow up living in the eighties. Yeah, they're twenty five. It's like, what do you know about the eighties? You weren't even, you, your you parents exist. were you know. Mm-hmm. Parents... All all you know is what's portrayed in the movies. So. Yeah. Well, I do I do think that stuff existed, but it just seems weird. Like, why wasn't that? And it's not like cause stuff was expensive. It's just like, why wasn't that that available to us? Because like now now you go to IKEA and you see. Like for my nephew, you know, for LJ, we, I, you know, my sister bought him, but I built that bay, that sky blue or uh, powder blue shelf. It's very vibrant and bright. I mean, from even soda cans and stuff like that. It just there's a lot more color now. But from what I think, maybe it's just that classic where you're. Uh, most of my furniture was wood. <laughs> well, wood, but it's like even 
fridges, everything just had like a darker tone to it. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's why things are so vibrant now is because, you know, in the 70s and 80s, everything was so dull and they wanted to. But that's what I mean. Like, they're why? tired of it. I guess that's the that's the biggest question. Like, why was it? And was it more like because. I think brown was just a popular color in the 70s. Yeah, to quote James May. Brown was a 70s color. Yeah. Well, it happened in the 80s, but is, is it, was it more because nobody cared to personalize? It was more like, we just, we just, all we want, when we went to the store, all we want was a TV. Nowadays, when you go buy a, a Bluetooth speaker, you have 20 choices. I don't, yeah, I think it's that. I think it was just lack okay. of choices. It, or yeah. we didn't care to choose. We just, yeah. hey, what, what kind of, what kind of, uh, now you buy an iPhone and you just get a, a case. There's 50 cases of it. You get one mm-hmm. with the, with the sparkle in it back then he's like well i just want a fucking phone or mm-hmm. whatever the phones but you just want you want a store to get a microwave you didn't go in to get like one with maybe that's what it is people were simpler it's not that we didn't want we didn't have choices we just didn't care for choices mm-hmm. well choices were simpler your appliance you know you, you bought a microwave that's all it did it didn't it hooked to the internet it didn't do bluetooth it didn't you know resupply your eggs it heated your coffee that's what your yeah. microwave did what did my coffee maker do like what do you use your coffee maker to oh it checks my blood pressure um it tells me if i'm low on creamer it tells me d- does it do coffee i don't know i haven't used it yet <laughs> exactly yeah our, our our coffee maker has one one switch it has on one button on, on and off. It's got yes. two settings. On and the off. The way God intended it. It makes coffee and nothing. Well, it can make tea too. Well, yeah. <laughs> it makes if coffee. You're a, it if makes you're a goddamn hot, coffee. It makes hot drinks. That's all it does. It brews. It there brews. we go. Can it, can it make a... Uh, um... No. <laughs> I don't know like what you're gonna brew. ask, but no. But it's probably inappropriate. So you know what? I'm I'm a little more satisfied with that. Maybe that's what we just people were simple. Well, I don't know that. Objects made usually had one job i think back then too um people were less dependent on their possessions to validate themselves true we got or even the at least at least until the uh, mercantile more is better 80s 90s yeah keeping up with the joneses and all that Yeah, yeah yeah stuff like that god damn those damn joneses yeah. Damn people Yankees! Who to, people who want to keep up with them. See, we're, we're we're completely content to not keep up with the Joneses. That's our. So, in conclusion, that actually a TV show. Keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a like it should. That be, was huh? a TV show. Sounds awful. Well, to finalize this, I guess in conclusion, we learned nothing. Um, yep. Stop buying it. shit. That's our, one. Stop buying toilet paper. Buy a bidet. I guarantee you. Line, what's that line from uh, Spinal Tap? Life is but a poor player who struts and shouts his time upon the stage, full of sound and fury, symbolizing nothing. <laughs> that sounds kind of nice. I like that, like, right at the end, you kind of pause for a few seconds, the wind blows, and then somebody just, like, farts. And it's kind of, like, <laughs> uncomfortable. Because I'm trying to stifle one brothers that I got to get going. So, on that note, this is Tony Chava, your Jivez, trying to hold that fart alien with his co-host. <laughs> Beth, the supreme debaucheness. Debauchiness. Is that, is that what it is? I don't know. I'll go back to D. We're a little airheaded. To, we're, it's vacation time, and this is the last episode of season two. So see y'all on the other mothership with our guest co host, Miscellaneous Mark. Miscellaneous <laughs> Mark Miscellaneous. Hey, you in the bushes. <laughs> hey, you in the Oh, no. Didn't we say, mmm? <laughs> yeah, we just like zoom yeah, like because it's Miscellaneous Mad Mark. Mm. Miscellaneous Mad Mark. Mm. It's like we each have an M. Mm. And signing off. Toodles.